Well, today I want to focus on three incredible cases out of Australia. One is a Conservative MP who has been thrown out of a Conservative Party in Australia because she went to the Posey Parker rally. The second case is a mum who uh, has been served a restraining order for violence simply for speaking out about the fact that biological men shouldn't be playing in a girls' soccer team. And the third case is a Catholic hospital, which is being taken over by the state because it won't perform abortions or euthanasia. Amazing cases. Let's find out more. Or we cross to our Australian correspondent, Lyle Shelton, who's with the Family First uh, organisation. It's a political party over there. The, the real Family First, Bob. It's great Lyle, to be with you. always good to talk to you as well. Uh, look, let's get rid of the trans-Tasman debate because um, you have got three fascinating cases that I really want to talk about briefly. Uh, so let's go through them because I think Australia is going to custard and, you know, it's just unbelievable. Uh, firstly, Moira Deeming. Now, she's a Victorian MP. She was suspended for nine months in March because she attended a Posey Parker event that was gatecrashed by neo-Nazis. Um, and and she's a bit of a campaigner. She advocated for separate toilets for trans people, which I guess some people would say that's a good solution to this issue. She's criticised the Safe Schools program, which is similar to Inside Out in New Zealand. Shock horror, she cast out on COVID-19 vaccines. How dare she? And um, she, I understand she was privately censured by the team after her maiden speech in which she called for an inquiry into transition practices for gender-confused kids. And, and shock horror, she's also pro-life. Uh, yeah. Wow. So has she been expelled from a conservative party for her beliefs or just being a bit rogue? No, she's been expelled for her beliefs, uh, Bob. Um, she's been expelled from the parliamentary uh, Liberal Party. So uh, the, the party holds its party room meetings when Parliament sits in the state of Victoria. She's a member of that state's upper house, the Legislative Council. Mm. And um, her colleagues have turfed her out. They voted 19 to 11 to chuck her out uh, based on a false smear uh, surrounding the Posey Parker rally, mm. which occurred in March. Uh, we all saw what you New Zealanders did to Posey Parker. That yeah. was frightening. Yeah. Uh, but uh, before then, um, Moira attended, um, a, a, it, it was a controversial rally, but it was nowhere near like we, the scenes we saw in, uh, I think, Auckland or Wellington, Auckland. No. Um, some neo-Nazis gate crashed it. Her leader, John Pesuto, decided to smear her as a Nazi sympathiser. The Nazis had nothing to do with her or with Posey Parker or anyone else at that rally. They just happened to be there. But um, it was a convenient smear that the Liberal Party, the Conservative Party, could use to get rid of someone they don't like because of the views that you just talked about, a pro-life, pro-women and girls views. And my, and my understanding was her family was actually subject to the tyranny of the Germany Nazi Party. Is that correct? Yeah, she was um, raised for part of her childhood by an uncle who was a Holocaust survivor. And so for her to be smeared as a Nazi sympathiser and associate of Nazis was deeply uh, insulting for her. She has spoken uh, very eloquently about this. And uh, that's why she sought to have her name cleared for weeks and weeks, months and months dragged by. And her leader, John Pesuto, refused to honour an agreement to publicly exonerate her once the truth about this Nazi smear, which he perpetrated, uh, once that was known and he was found to be in error, he didn't have the courage or the humility 
to admit that. And so he let this thing hang over her. She was being disinvited to community events. Um, and, and basically, she'd been defamed. So she tried to push the envelope and said, uh, look, I, I need to go down a legal route to clear my name. And so um, her colleagues and John Fasuto, the Liberal leader in the state of Victoria, expelled her quite unjustly. And yet the irony is uh, she was raised for part of her childhood by an uncle who was a Holocaust survivor. I mean, this is just despicable. And it shows the lengths to which the radical left, which are inside the Conservative Party, will go to to silence people who share the views that you and I do. So has she just gone independent now? No, she's still a member of the organisational wing of, mm. of the Liberal Party of Victoria. And uh, the members, the grassroots members love her. Mm. John Pesciuto was at a state council meeting yeah. at um, Bendigo at the weekend. and He was booed by half the crowd. He had his stooges in the front row, of course, who gave him a standing ovation. But down the back, everyone was booing and they were disgusted. And, and look, there's been overwhelming support for Moira. Uh, she is very courageous. She's won the admiration of people all over this nation. And one of our prominent media personalities, um, Peter Credlin of Sky News, mm. uh, has really taken up her case and has offered uh, Moira a fortnightly spot on Sky News to uh, talk politics with her. So uh, Moira is not going away. She's going to be a thorn in the side of these liberals who, who really have um, you know shot themselves in the foot. Right. So is it illegal to be a Christian in Australian politics now, Lyle? It's becoming very difficult, Bob. Um, it, look, as it is in New Zealand and right across the Western world, um, it's becoming difficult to be a Christian or even just a conservative who speaks up on the rights for women and girls, like this iconic issue we're talking about, the transgender issue. Um, the leader, the deputy leader of the Liberal Party federally uh, in Canberra, uh, Susan Lay, recently wrote an opinion piece in the Australian newspaper telling Liberal Party members to stay away from the culture wars. We're not interested in them. Um, oh, stay yeah, out right. of them. And this is just crazy when mainstream mm. mums and dads are crying mm. out for someone to speak up to stop, you know, their girls having to play against blokes in the local soccer league. Yeah, well, let's uh, come to that in just a sec. Just one quick point, though. I have figured out why Dan Andrews keeps getting elected in Victoria, despite being the worst premier in the history of premiers. It's because there's no opposition. The Conservatives are, are shooting themselves in the foot in Victoria. Is that correct? They uh, adopt every one of his wacky social policies in the lead up to last November's election in the state of Victoria. The mm. Liberals even went to that election with the same policy to put parents in jail who try and talk their child out of going to a gender clinic. So this is the Change mm. and Suppression Act that had been passed through the yeah. Victorian Parliament. The Liberals said that is a good bill and they supported it, um, putting parents. In. I mean, it's just unbelievable. That's just the tip of the iceberg of the woke leftist stuff. They're not labor light they are labor green heavy yeah. uh, there is no difference uh there's no moral difference between our conservatives and the left and it's probably the same in your country as well well sadly you are describing a little bit our center-right party the national party uh let, look let's move on to mums and dads who are being affected Curly smith who i uh, met at the conference when i caught up with you recently she's part of an organization called binary australia who's campaigned against transgender women which of course are biological men competing in female soccer leagues and has now been hit with a restraining order preventing her from discussing, even discussing the issue. Um, and I hear she organised a campaign where there was 12,000 emails sent to football New South Wales. So they wouldn't have been too pleased with 12,000 emails. Keep blokes out of women's sport, the petition page yep. read. Now I know you believe that only girls play soccer. But That's the fact right, of the matter is, <laughs> but just tell me, I know you've got a vested interest slightly in this case because you are on the board of Binary Australia, Correct. aren't you? Yeah. Yes, so yes, yes, I am. 
So what's happening with Kiralee? Look, um, this has been quite, you know, distressing for Kiralee, as you can imagine. She's been the subject of at least two, uh, possibly three apprehended personal violence orders, APVOs, as they're called. Violence. Uh, I believe, no, she, she's uh, not violence. a violent person. I've met her. She's, not a, she's a 51-year-old uh, mother. Um, yeah. she's, she's, she's a feisty culture warrior yeah. like you and I, but she's impeccably polite and uh, yeah. good manner. She, she um, is robust in her debate, but she is absolutely non-violent. Um, the, the so-called violence is uh, her social media calling out these mm. biological males who are playing uh, in girls' and women's uh, soccer competitions uh, in the state of New South Wales. Uh, in some breaking news, Bob, I do believe yesterday I got a text from Curalee to say that uh, the restraining order, I think, uh, didn't uh, wasn't successful. They sought that. Uh, so I need to get across all the detail there, but there was a bit of a legal win yesterday. But nonetheless, there's still a couple of um, apprehended violence orders against her. And also she's being sued in the, in the New South Wales um, Discrimination uh, board. Um, right. Now, I could have that term. It's it's the equivalent right. of um, what these Human tribunals. Human Rights Commission in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. So there, there's there's a couple of at least two apprehended violence orders and a case now against her and and also against um, the organisation of, of which I'm a board member. Uh, we're also named in that case as well. Okay. Um, actually, I oh, saw that. Can I just add, add uh, yeah. Bob? Um, oh, sorry. Maybe you were going to cover this, but um. Kiralee released a photo on social media this week of her uh, being served with papers by the yeah. police at her home. And yeah. um, I was deeply shocked by that. I put it on Twitter. It just went nuts. It was retweeted 1,700 times, uh, like 4,000 times. Mm. Um, I've never had anything go like that on, on Twitter before. Mm. Uh, but it's a shocking photo because no one in Australia or New Zealand should have the police turning up at their door to serve them papers to go to court. Uh, simply for saying that men shouldn't be playing against girls in soccer. Well, that's interesting because I thought you were going to do a mea culpa and say that it was an incorrect photo because I saw a number of people on Twitter saying you were telling porkies, <laughs> but you weren't. <laughs> You've got to stop reading my trolls, huh, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Now, I did actually read um, that earlier this year, FIFA suggested that transgender footballers could compete at the FIFA Women's World Cup, which is here in New Zealand and in Australia in July and August. So that means biological dudes may be on the soccer pitch for the Women's World Cup. So maybe there's hope for your soccer career after all. Um, <laughs> well, it might be the only hope. <laughs> I know. Now, just finally, uh, back to Canberra, you did touch on that. And the ACT government, the state government of Canberra, is taking over Canberra's Calvary Hospital They've introduced a special law, which means that they can just march into the premises on 3rd of July uh, before any compensation has been agreed on, and they can basically determine how much money they're going to pay. Why? Because the Catholic-owned hospital is pro-life and wants to heal people and protect people and not kill them. Unbelievable. It, 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 look, this is shocking, shocking stuff. This is a militant, secular, anti-religious bigoted government uh, in the ACT. It's a Labor Greens government. Mm. And uh, look, this is a this is a, a brilliant hospital facility. I lived in Canberra for 10 years. I've, <laughs> I've been a patient there. Uh, their, their care is fantastic. Um, it's a $200 million plus facility. And uh, they have just come in without warning. They're passing legislation to compulsorily acquire this. And uh, it, it, you know, part of their reasoning uh, rests on a government report that was released uh, in April, which said that there's um, a problem with their religious um, uh, ethos. Um, I've paraphrased mm. that, but that that yeah. was that was 
named in the report as a reason. Also, that they withhold some medical services. That's code for abortion and euthanasia. Killing the unborn um, child, yeah. This is all about the life issues. It's all about uh, trying to purge uh, that jurisdiction of a hospital that is pro-life um, and that has a Christian ethos. Um, it's quite chilling stuff. And the question that um, is being asked here in Australia is, well, if what other institutions that a government yeah. doesn't like uh, might they come after next? A Christian school that you know won't put boys in a dress. Mm. Um, uh, where does this end? A church that doesn't um, preach the right thing will their property be confiscated next? Um, it's chilling stuff. And um, you know, to the credit of the Catholics in Canberra and Father Tony Percy of the Save Calvary Committee, uh, they are fighting this and um, they're trying to get everyone. Uh, in the fight from all over the nation. Um, I, I never thought I'd see stuff like this in my lifetime. Um, this is hostile, it's pernicious, and uh, we've got to stand up to it. Well, um, is, is, I mean, just one thing, is it the only hospital in Canberra? I mean, is there choice? And is no. it a private hospital or the one that everybody has to go to? No, no, there's choice. Um, there's a government um, system uh, oh. in Canberra. There's um, there's the Canberra Hospital. Right. Um, look, the... the the ACT government would argue it's the only hospital on the north side of Canberra, but Canberra's not that big. Um, and yeah, no, it, it, it's a nonsense. And the reality is the hospital system that they're running, the waiting lists um, are blown out. Um, it's a toxic work culture. It's all, there's bullying yeah, of nurses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's falling apart. They can't run their own system and they want to mm. take over uh, the, the private system. That, look, our, our hospitals in Australia were started by the church. What The yeah. government did not start hospitals. That's no. the rich history, and this is terrible what's happening. Well, I actually checked the um, media report to make sure it wasn't an, an article from 1984 because uh, yeah. I was just thinking George Orwell all over. Um, actually, just while we've got you, Lyle, you are waiting on a decision uh, because you defamed drag queens by calling them out and saying they weren't appropriate viewing for libraries. I'm still waiting for my call up, unfortunately. Um, what's the outcome of that case? You're still waiting? Yeah, I'm still waiting. I had a trial, three-day trial in November of last year. Yeah. Uh, final papers were submitted uh, just before Easter. And um I'm waiting. And, and look, the okay. technical term for what I've been accused of is, is vilification under the Queensland Anti-Discrimination Act. Right. They claim that they've been vilified because yes. I said they were dangerous role models for children, and they are. Okay. Now, I've always told you this, Lyle, but I think Australia is toast. Uh, <laughs> but you said earlier that you can't believe we've got to this point. I'm not quite sure you're telling the truth because you wrote a very good book, which I endorsed, uh, where you predicted that a lot of this stuff was com coming. So I'm not quite sure we should be surprised, should we? Uh, we shouldn't be, but look, I have to say, Bob, even I'm surprised um, uh, at just at the pace, yeah. the, the speed of it, yeah, particularly yeah. since same-sex marriage uh, mm. was changed here in this country in 2017. I think you guys were a little bit before us, but um, it yeah. has just gathered pace, and I'm, I'm just shocked at how... I, I never thought I'd say this. I, I mean, I've, I've been one who's probably been someone who's a bit melancholy about all these things over 20, 25 years that I've been in these fights, but um, mm. the acceleration is unbelievable. And if we don't wake up soon, if things like Kiralee's case, the Calvary Hospital mm. thing don't wake us yeah. up, nothing will, and probably only um, a massive catastrophe when it's too late. I hope it doesn't come to that, uh, and we, we must work to avoid that. But, yeah, it's tough going. But uh, you, you think Australia's tough. Mate, I, I look at New Zealand and think yeah. you guys are probably at least five years ahead of us. And I'm in not some areas. Trying, you know. Yep. In some areas, yeah. And I think both of our countries are in dire straight, dire, a dire state, and um, it's a worry. Yeah, and I think probably you're right that um, eventually, I mean, this is happening in sort of hospitals to school teachers. 
eventually they're going to come into the pulpit. And um, yep. I think that might be the final wake up, but by then it may be too late. So uh, look, it's, it's a real concern. Like I say, Australia's toast, but then again, I think uh, New Zealand's competing with you and Canada and the UK. Yeah. Some cases I've seen coming out of there. I read a case this morning where a teacher has been suspended for from teaching for good because uh, referring to a group of kids and said, well done girls, and um, yeah. misgendered one of the people in the group uh, and has lost his job and because he spoke up about traditional marriage and showed a PragerU uh, video. It's, it's unbelievable the cases that yeah. are coming through. So uh, anyway, Lyle, always good to touch base with you and to realise that New Zealand isn't the worst country in the world. So... <laughs> <laughs> we we will catch up. We've got a few Aussies coming to our forum, so uh, that will help everybody yep, get some I'll, reality I'll, I'll be there. Looking right. forward to it. And and uh, just a quick ad, what's the name of your book, that best-selling oh. New York Times bestseller? <laughs> the one that you endorsed, um, yeah. uh, which I'm sure you read from cover to cover. I have. It's an book. excellent read. It's fascinating. <laughs> That's very kind. Thank you. I'm waiting That's for a... your book. I, I really think you should oh. write one. Um, yeah. But mine's called, I kid you not, uh, Notes from 20 Years in the Trenches of the Culture War. Yeah, highly recommended. Thanks, Lyle. Thank you. Thanks, Bob.